0: This is Andrea Crum, founder of Genuinely You Leadership, and if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my friend, Scott Ferguson.
1: Hey, 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 Time to Shine Today podcast squad, it's Scott Ferguson, and here at Time to Shine, we are always saying we don't want anyone to feel like they have no one, and if you are a female listener of mine, then Andrea is the go-to person extraordinaire, from Genuinely You Leadership. Uh, She works primarily with females, with women. Uh, She's fantastic. She has a crazy awesome backstory, how she leveled up through the corporate environment and didn't really walk away from it, but she took those skills and moved forward into leadership role in coaching women. Your takeaways, just listen for the SHINE acronym, S-H-I-N-E And make sure that you listen about how she will help you acknowledge who you are and most of all, appreciate who you are. So without further ado, here's my good friend, Andrea Crum of Genuinely You Leadership. Hey, hey, time to shine today, Varsity Squad. It's Scott Ferguson, and I am uber, uber stoked and privy to have my good friend, Andrea Crum come on and I they've been waiting on this interview because she was introduced to me by somebody that I really really respect and Andrea is fantastic she built her career over 25 years from a student working at Nortel to a marketing executive at CPG looks like she had some Mary Kay and some Norwex going on uh Andrea knows firsthand the unique challenges that women face in their career. She built her career from an intern to a member of the executive team. Andrea knows firsthand how challenging being genuine in our leadership approach can be, all while juggling organizational expectations and a happy life at home. It's the reason she founded Genuinely You Leadership. Now she coaches women who deal with similar struggles to lead with more purpose and peace. And this is some strong credentials, but she has so much more in the hopper and so much more in the cooker that she is just a rising rock star even more than she is now. So Andrea, thank you so much for coming on. Please introduce yourself to the Time to Shine Today squad, but first, please let us know your favorite color and why.
0: Awesome, I'm so excited to be here. Uh, My favorite color uh, without a doubt is purple. And I actually have loved it since I was a kid. I think it was like lavender, the variation of lavender (laughs) when I was a kid. And now it's more like plum. So it just seems to be something on the purple spectrum that I...
1: It's royal and regal. Right? Wow, Purple. Man. I love yep. that. Daughter I love... of the
0: king. That's right.
1: <laughs> so let's go back. I mean, you got like some serious credentials with your experience throughout different business. I see some network marketing in there, executive at different companies. Can you give us the origin of where you kind of started and then worked your way into GYL?
0: Yeah. So I started working at Nortel Networks when I was 15 years old. I don't even know if that was legal, but it was then. And um, I worked my way up. I actually worked, uh, got full-time there after I graduated from high school. I went to college at night and worked all through um, college uh, while I was working full-time at Nortel. And then I got into my first leadership role there. I was a manager. And then from there, I left and went to Mary Kay Corporate, so I was on the corporate side of the organization, and that's where I built a lot of my uh, leadership skills. I had many leadership roles there um, and was there for 12 years, and then I was at Norwex, which is also a uh, direct sales company, and there I was a member of the executive team, and all during that, most of my career has been in marketing.
1: Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. So what, how did the evolution of GYL then kind of happen for you?
0: Yeah. So back in December, so, um, my time at Norwex had ended back in August, I'd say. And during that time I was really, you know, doing a lot of praying of course, and just trying to figure out what I was going to do next. And I really had this mantra of, I want my next thing to get me closer to my end thing. What I had realized in my career is that I hadn't been very intentional. And I always knew in my mind that one day I wanted to, uh, do women's leadership development. I wanted to do speaking. I wanted to do writing, but that always felt like one day far off. (laughs) It felt like, you know, when I'm 50, 55, when I'm in retirement or something that, that maybe then I would start thinking about those things. And so I decided I wanted to be a little bit more intentional. And so I started looking at how do I just, if, if, if we're on a spectrum here, we're on a line and, and I just want to get myself a little closer over here, how do I just start inching my way over to that area? I thought basically that I would be looking at HR roles. Um, I thought I would be going into doing something still in corporate, but just uh, closer to give me more of that skill set. And what I discovered along the way is that I already had what I needed. And um, I really felt like God was guiding me to go ahead and not 10 to 15 years from now, but now do it now. Um, and so I started, I uh, got my LLC for Genuinely You Leadership in December. Uh, focused on women's leadership development. Um, the mission is to help women lead more genuinely while also still creating wins for their organization. So basically, how do you lead with your heart and your head?
1: Love it. Let me ask you something. So you were thinking about that, what what I caught out of all those credentials, and it was all fantastic, but you were saying, oh, I think I was pushed off to I'm 50 or 55. You th- that This part of it that you're really ramping up now. Do you think a lot of that is, fear of people not taking you seriously because of your age and because you're trying to lead um and people not taking seriously because it's happened to me I'm just want to figure maybe if that was your take and how you kind of overcame that
0: yeah I think that there's fear of that yeah I definitely had this moment of um not feeling ready for sure am I ready for that and I, I really um And, you know, I just will say during prayer time and and I really got this sense of like, wait a minute. No, you're ready. You've been doing this for 25 years. You've been coaching women for 15 of those years. You've been in these women uh, uh, focused organizations. You know this. And not only that, it's your own story. And so um, I really... Got a lot of confidence out of that, awesome. um, and so. But I, I definitely think it was fear. It was also fear of financials. I mean, I want to you know say I was, that you know I was going to follow always, up with that, <laughs> right? Because well, you know, it feels safe to be uh-huh. under the you know
1: corporate corporate um,
0: umbrella, kind of. yeah. and it's funny because it's really not safe at all. No. Um, <laughs> but yet, it there's this you know, it feels like it's superficial, sure safety. Well,
1: what did your family think about it when you made that leap?
0: I have such a a supportive husband. I, you know, he is so, I, he was just right there with me. I mean, there was never a question of, Oh, you know, it was, let's, you know, let's do it. And I would say I had the same response from family and friends. So yeah, um, yeah, it's been good. So
1: what is your then, so you're working with a majority of your clients are women then. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, what is your secret sauce, so you got a spill here, of finding when people come to you or you're having that little discovery conversation interview uh, to see if they're a right fit and if you're a right fit, what is your secret sauce to help them find their blind spot, to help them level up?
0: You know, I think it's a lot about asking questions. Um, and one of the things that I'm I'm super excited about that I felt like really early on, came to me was a framework for how to help women lead more genuinely and still get results, which is um, the framework of shine. And so shine, it comes out of Matthew 5, 16, um, but it's an acronym and shine stands for. um, So S is significance. H is harmony. uh, I is intuition N is navigate and E is engage. And so it's this process of how to help women go from understanding their significance, how to be more genuine, which is that harmony aspect, how to understand their intuition and be able to flex when they're relating to other people. And then how do they navigate in the organizations with the people, politics and pressures, and then how do they engage with strategy and vision and execution. And so I think that that framework has really, really helps me when I'm having conversations. Because most all the conversations, though, even though people want to start at the N and the E, you know, with actually, how do I get it done? Right. It actually starts at the beginning. And so that's where um, a lot of those conversations happen.
1: I love that. So you're actually, while you're doing the significance, harmony, intuition, you're finding those pretty powerful questions you're asking them to dig and maybe share with you stuff that they might not have shared with someone else. So what does that feel like to have, Like, okay, how do you get them to trust you then? How about that?
0: I think that getting them to trust me is all about um, being genuine myself. You know, I very much am real and I talk about my own struggle. Um, It's why, you know, at the end of the day, why I actually founded Genuinely You Leadership. It was a struggle for me. Leadership was not easy for me. Um, And you mentioned age. I think because I did start out young and I had some opportunities younger, maybe I always felt like I was trying to prove something Okay. And I also didn't know myself that well. So I, I really dug in myself to my results oriented self and action. And a lot of times I think even in my leadership, I forgot how compassionate and empathetic I am as well. And so I think I just try to really talk with people about um, my own experience. And I think that helps people to have those conversations with me Um, with significance. It's often a conversation about, we, we don't, understand our worth, or our value. We're so used to trying to be who other people want us to be or who we think we should be, this high expectation we have for ourselves. And so, so much of that conversation is even just about acknowledging who you are and then appreciating it, you know, because I don't, I think we skip, we might acknowledge it, but we skip the appreciation part sometimes, I think.
1: Wow, that's strong. So when you have, like, you're, you're meeting with these people, And trust me, I I coach people as well. Is there any question that you wish people would ask you but never do? Okay,
0: that's a good question. Is there anything people don't ask me? You know, I don't think people ask me about the failure. Right, I don't, I don't think people ask me
1: about clapping people. It's awesome. <laughs> they want to know about your blind spots, how you overcame them. You know, yeah. it's like, I don't, you don't want to tell them because you don't want to sound like you're bragging about how you failed forward and came out of it. I just mm-hmm. wish people would ask you yeah. that, or even me that. that, that that's an honest answer. And I'm glad it took you a minute to get there. Cause that's what I was hoping for in mm-hmm. any leadership or any coach to know about the story, know about the fails, and how you overcame mm-hmm. them, but they mm-hmm. never do. And yeah, <laughs> it, I wish that they did. So let's get in our Delorean with Marty McFly. All right. Yeah,
0: we just or watched no, that Back to the Future.
1: I love it. It's a fantastic movie. Um, We went. You're going back to the 22, 23 year old. I don't know if that's far back for you, but I'm just going by the 25 years that you've been in business. You look. It's like It's been a while. Yeah. You look, you look like you could be 25. So thanks. <laughs> let's go back to the 22, 23 year old Andrea.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And. What would you what kind of knowledge nuggets would you drop on her with your experience now to maybe help her along?
0: I would say, um, oh, this is gonna make me tear up. I would say you are worthy. Um, I would say don't forget who you are. Um, I I would say 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 bring all of it. You know, don't leave part of it on the table just because you don't think it's gonna get you where you wanna go or you don't think that it's um where somebody else wants you to be.
1: Beautiful. Uh, And hopefully she would listen. They never do, you know, (laughs) (laughs) that'd be fantastic. So you've done a lot in 25 years plus. What is the one big thing that Andrea wants to accomplish?
0: That Andrea wants to accomplish. Andrea wants a published book yeah. Andrea has had a dream <laughs> over that since she was 19. Um, and so I always thought it would be fiction. I've written a couple of uh, fiction uh, stories for middle grade or young adults. And now I am going to be moving into the nonfiction area. So, and talking more about leadership. So I, uh, I think that dream has been kept alive. I
1: think, and not that my two sons are worth too much, but actually they are, but we'll say, I think that you should write a business parable. <laughs> Honestly, I really do yeah. think that you should write, you know, Andrea's the journey and the mentors that she's met along the way. That's kind of pushed her through in the experiences, and it could be nonfiction parable. You know, Ooh, just make I up like characters, that. build up the backstories. That's what I just wrote. Level up. It's your time to shine. Is my book that's coming out, um, and that's what I I wrote. You and I are kind mm-hmm. of cut from the same sheath, and I think yes. it would spill onto the pages. Just like that, but give that some thought. It's just like I, I
0: like that. That's cool. Yeah. Because you wrote cool the idea. fiction,
1: so it's kind of yes. fiction, but it's not. But yeah. I sure would you-
0: like to fictionalize some of my story. <laughs> <laughs> might, it might be a little prettier.
1: <laughs> what what's one thing that people misunderstand about Andrea the most?
0: Oh, okay. Uh I definitely think that my heart has been misunderstood at times. My intention. Um, you know, I think, especially as I talked about the fact that I drove for, and I still do, I've come to realize that I'm, these these two things of compassion and action, that those are my two words that really describe me. And at the core of that is care. I really care. And so, um, when I've pushed too hard, um, when I was, you know, growing in my leadership and when I pushed too hard, um, it was because I cared. Um, I cared about the result, or I cared about what we were trying to accomplish. Um, but I don't always know that that was understood. And, and I, I probably didn't always, I, I know I didn't always handle it
1: right. Okay. I, yeah. neither have I. So that's it. it's cool. That's what people have about me because I'm, I'm driven and people would always be like, rain it back. I'm like, but I love what I do. And it's yeah. like coming from a place of good and passion. It's not about the yeah. dollar. I want to help people, Right. but right. I love that. So let's take your cell phone out of it. Take your computer out of this equation but give me three things Andrea can't live without.
0: Three things Andrea can't live without. Well, I can't live without my boys, all three of them. I'll put my husband, Matt, 17 years in there, and Yay. then Drew and Tyler's, 10 okay, and six. Family. Can I group them into one? Yep. Um, and then I would say my Bible. Love it. And then I would say my coffee.
1: <laughs> Love it. You haven't even had any. And I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm sipping on mine. I know, I haven't had coffee any coffee today. <laughs>
0: I decided I might be too excited to have coffee, so.
1: What is Andrea's definition of a life well lived?
0: You know, even as I've built this company, I knew even at my heart that what, even though, you know, the mission is to help women lead more genuinely and create wins for their organization. My heart is for women to lead with more purpose and peace. And that's what I think a life well lived is, is purpose and peace. It's not about the next level. It's not a, a you know promotion. It's not about um, how much money we make. It's about being able to live with purpose and to be able to have peace in the midst of that, you know, and um, there's so much anxiety and there's so much depression and addiction and all these other things that are happening, um in our world that uh, to me that's a life full well of purpose and peace.
1: Love it. Love it. So that's that's fantastic. That's fantastic. So why women only?
0: I think because that's just where my that's my passion area is to okay. help other women. I think because I personally struggled so much and I I've worked with women for so long. It's been about 15 years, primarily just in very much women-focused organizations. Mm -hmm. Um, And because I understand the struggle of, you know, building our careers, building our families, all those kind of things happening at the same time, the expectations, it's just what I feel like I know best.
1: Sure. I love that. And you're honest and raw and I appreciate that. You didn't beat around the bush. It's what you want. And I love that you're going after some people are like, well, I just feel comfortable. No, you love it. You're driven. That's awesome. So as we wind stuff down a little bit here, we're going to go into our level up lightning round. You and I, I'm going to ask you about five or six questions, but you and I could talk for 15, 20 minutes to an hour on each one of them. You got five seconds. Okay. No explanations. I just want answers. Fair enough. Okay. Ready. What's the best leveling up advice you've ever received?
0: If you are this successful doing something that you're not that passionate about, how much more successful are you going to be doing something you love?
1: Love it. Do what you love. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success.
0: Definitely without a doubt, my quiet time.
1: Beautiful. Prayer and Bible time. Mm I'll say other than the great book, the Bible, what is your, not flavor of the month, not something you're reading now, what is your book that you love to kind of, like mine's The Traveler's Skip by Andy Andrews. Like what's a great book that you like to, to go to?
0: My go-to book that I'll reference, I think, for the rest of my life is The Dream Giver by Bruce Wilkinson.
1: Beautiful. That's a great read.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Awesome. So what's your favorite charity or event that you like to give your time and or money to?
0: The charity that I am in love with is Women With Promise, and they're all about giving educational scholarships and mentorship to women who have challenging circumstances.
1: Fantastic. And I kind of threw this one into the mix, and just real quick, if you could go, because we're in day like 995 of our quarantine COVID time here, (laughs) if there's one place in the world you could be right now, where would it be? Outside of your home, where would you go?
0: I would go to, we were just having this conversation with my boys. I would go to San Antonio. I want to go to the Riverwalk and SeaWorld and an amusement park. I just want to be outside and enjoying life with my boys.
1: Excellent. And last question, what is the best decade of music? The 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s?
0: Well, Michael Jackson, I guess we could say, I would say 80s. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Love it. I'm a product of the 70s and 80s myself. So Andrea, how can we find you?
0: So you can find me uh, my Facebook biz page or my Instagram page. So it would be uh, Andrea Crum on Instagram. And then Facebook biz is Genuinely You Leadership.
1: Awesome. And all that will be in the show notes, people. But okay, tell us a little bit about what you're kind of moving forward with GYRL and stuff like that, stuff that you're excited to be launching.
0: So um, Girl Talk, I am actually going to be having a TV show on Zandra TV Network, um, and that's going to be coming up soon, so I'm excited about that. We're filming at the end of May, and so it's called Girl Talk. So my company is Genuinely You Leadership, and then the acronym GIRL, G-Y-R-L, is Genuinely You Real Life Leadership
1: Talk. Love it. That's beautiful. I can't wait. I cannot wait, and I can't (laughs) wait for your book to come out. That'd be fantastic. Fantastic. Squad, we've just had some serious knowledge and I dropped onto us by my friend Andrea. Her SHINE acronym, which I'm going to mess one of them up. But you have to roll me here. But the significance, harmony, is it imagination? Intuition. Intuition. Sorry, people. Navigate and engage. So write that down and I will put that in the show notes as well. And then make sure that you bring all of you into every situation. You are worthy. And make sure the women out there that Andrea is really passionate about helping lead with purpose and peace, and acknowledge and appreciate your accomplishments, and live intentionally. And Andrea is humble yet hungry. Levels up her health. Levels up her wealth. She's very family oriented, and she fits right into that mold. To anybody that's looking to level up, especially my female listeners, please reach out to Andrea and. Andrea. And Andrea, thank you so much for coming on the Time to Shine Today podcast. You're part of our squad now, so you can't go anywhere.
0: Thank you so much for having me. It's been an honor.
1: Awesome. We'll talk soon, Andrea.
0: Thanks.
1: Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast, probably brought to you by Sutter & Nugent Real Estate, Real Estate Excellence, who can be reached at 561-249-7266,